Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Lena Morgan. And if there is a bustle in your hedgerow, do not be alarmed. It is just song versus song. And we are finally doing it. We are finally doing the one thing I think I invented this podcast for. We are doing at long, long last Stairway to Heaven versus Freebird. I can't believe it took us this long to get there. I, I can't believe we finally made it to this. I should have saved it for the 100th episode, quite honestly. It's the one. It's the big one. The reason we haven't done it is because Lena doesn't like either of these songs. That's, well, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, t- we'll <laughs> talk about it. Um, who's our guest, Todd? Oh, and let us welcome back into the studio for the, I think, the third time. This is uh, editor of Billboard.com, Andrew Underberger. Always great to have you on the show. Do you like either of these songs? <laughs> I do, yeah. No, and I'm I'm honored to be invited on for the main event. Uh, this this is a, a debate that I've sort of been prepping on and off for. I would say for the last 25 years, maybe. So uh, <laughs> I'm I'm very very honored to be part of it here. You know, it's a funny thing. I was reading the comments, and a bunch of the comments were like, "What do these two songs have in common? Why did you pick these two songs? Like, do you not immediately associate the one song with the other? How do you not get this?" If you just type it in Stairway to Heaven Freebird, you can find like six gazillion mashups and like a bunch of guys with acoustic guitars who think they're funny because they're the first guys who thought to combine the two. Mm -hmm. Like here, I'm going to sing Stairway to Heaven to the tune of Freebird. I'm going to sing a song about Freebird to the tune of Stairway to Heaven. I think you can kind of crystallize it in this is the showdown between the ultimate radio rock cliche versus the ultimate live rock cliche. Someone said that in the comments also. It's the most requested song on the radio of all time. Versus the most requested song live of all time. Yeah, it's the song that everybody plays in Guitar Center versus (laughs) the song everybody loathes hearing requested when they're playing something live. They were the original classic rock memes, I think. Lena is a classic rock person, but uh, Lena's tastes extend more towards like the Tom Petty, don't bore us, get to the chorus kind of classic rock. Not always true. That's, you know, I, I mean, we've said that in previous episodes, but I like plenty of songs that go on for a while. I like complex songs. I like songs with movements. I just don't necessarily feel strongly about either of these songs. They're songs that are so a part of the zeitgeist that I just never found myself taking a stance. That's the truth. But I'm going to take one today. All right. Well, I guess we're going to go around the board. What do you pick? Which is your pick? Stairway or Freebird? The correct answer is simple, Todd. Simple man. No, you have to... You know, if we're going to go off base, the obvious answer would be Ramble On, because that is also a song about uh, being free as a bird, and you have to leave, you know, this uh, bird you cannot change, because he's got to ramble on. I So, all right, I'll give... All right, here's my, my honest answer, um, is that... <sighs> If you're judging them on their own, it's probably Stairway. But if you're doing like I've been doing lately, which is evaluating songs in the context of the albums they're on, Freebird is the culmination of the entirety of Pronounced Leonard Skinner. And I'm going to say something else, really. Uh, I mean, controversial. These albums are so old, you know. I mean, literally, uh, Led Zeppelin Four is, 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 is about, <laughs> no he's about to turn 50 years old. but. Yeah, my my yeah. my hottest of takes about fifty year old songs is that I think pronounced Leonard Skinner is a more enjoyable album than Led Zeppelin Four. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. That's right. 
I've been listening to them all the way through for a little while for the last couple of weeks to prepare. And I have found that just if I'm putting something on the record player, I'm just going to listen to it straight through and have a fun time. I just think that pronounced Leonard Skinner doesn't get the love it deserves. And I think that Led Zeppelin 4 or Untitled or Zoso or whatever you want to call it is a little overrated as a record. That's that's my position. Andrew is mad. <laughs> yeah, I don't say mad necessarily. Led Zeppelin 4 is probably the album I've listened to most of my life, maybe. Uh, if not, definitely in the top five or so. Uh, I mean, eight tracks. It's, it's, it's sort of the, the, the crystallization of, of, of what I want a classic rock album to be uh, and the pacing of it. Uh, and I, I think Stairway to Heaven's like, it's the fourth track on the album for a long time. Like I, I had it in my head that the fourth track on the album was always the best song on the album because because Stairway was such a, <laughs> a monolithic presence there in the middle, middle of that one. Uh, I'm not sure that holds up at all. No, it doesn't. Uh, but it, it did for me when I was I was 11, I guess, 12 or so. Uh, but I will say that even though I think Led Zeppelin Force is stronger than the, the two albums, I actually haven't listened to Pronounce Leonard Skinner in a minute, uh, but I, I've, I've never been as huge a Leonard Skinner guy as I have been a Led Zeppelin guy. Uh, I think Freebird is probably the better of these Whoa, two songs. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm outnumbered here. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I wouldn't have said this, I don't think, the first you know 20 to 25 years of my life. This is sort of a later in life development, but I, I do feel fairly strongly about it at this point. It's not saying not taking anything away from Stairway. Uh, it's a pillar of rock for a reason. Uh, one of the ten best Led Zeppelin songs, probably, but uh, not not my number one pick for them. And I think maybe a little bit flawed compared to Freebird as a song. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to tell you that I get all the lyrics of Stairway to Heaven, or that I think <laughs> they should be there. Led Zeppelin is like one of those like bands where you ask me like whose most popular song is their best song. It's Led Zeppelin, also Nirvana, also maybe Metallica and her Sandman forever. And th- that, that's by far the least justifiable of those. Three, oh, but, no, no. Uh, I'll get, fair enough. I'll, you don't want to hear my takes on Radiohead, but <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this is the role you play. That's fine. I, I have bands like that too. I think, I think losing my religion is the best REM song. That, 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 that's, that's totally fine. But, and, and I have no problem with people who think the stairway is the best Led Zeppelin song. I think it's the, it's the archetypal Led Zeppelin song. I think if you only know one Led Zeppelin song, this is the song you should probably know. I think over the hills and far away off of House of the Holy is probably a little bit of a better example of the same sort of Led Zeppelin song. I do love that uh, song. Uh, and I think Cashmere is probably, in terms of there is a sort of like most iconic, epic mid-career songs. I think Cashmere is probably the best, or at least the the, the, the best dated. Uh, but I don't I, get Cashmere at all. No, there's not. <laughs> but uh, Stairway, Stairway. Yeah. I mean, there's only one of them. It's 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 iconic in rock history. It, it's it's one of the most important songs of, of the last fifty years. Uh, I don't know, if, it, if it even still falls within that window, it's probably pretty close. But, uh, but yeah, nothing against Stairway. But I, I'm actually more excited, I think, to talk about Freebird. No, I remember. I, I, I read your blog way back in the day, and you. Um, wow. No, like I, you know, I, I followed your shit, and you. Uh, I remember you saying specifically that Freebird was the most underrated song in rock history, which kind of fucking blew my mind. Like, wow, you no, you said this. You go look up. No, I, I, it's still I, don't, up. I don't remember. Say, I don't remember saying that at all. But that sounds like something I might have thought at one point. Uh, no, and, and I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I agree with myself from mm-hmm. a number of years ago. I, I guess it's up there in terms of I think it is the things it does well. I think it's underappreciated for. Uh, is it one of the most underrated songs in rock history? I, that's, that's quite a claim for me to make on my, my uh, post-collegiate blog, yeah. uh, Intensities in Town Suburbs, shut out. Yeah, no, I, I think that there's some truth to that, certainly. Uh, I appreciate you bringing it back all these years later. Maybe over the course of this podcast, I'll, I'll start to, to re-agree with myself a little bit more. I don't know. Stairway is like, Freebirds, I like. I like Freebird. 
And when I heard it, I was like, I get why this is like a, a thing, but like Stairway blew me away the first time I heard it. And it's like, my dad is not a hard rock guy, like at all. He, ha- in fact, he hates hard music. He's a country guy through and through. But like Stairway was like the one hard rock song he really fucking loved. Me and my dad have n- no similar taste at all in music. So like, this was like our, our thing, like Stairway, fuck yeah, comes on. We listen to every, every minute every second all eight minutes don't change the station but i'm not going to tell you that i love every lyric of it and i don't understand why there's a bustle in your head row free word is at the very least easier to understand yeah it's, it's more complete even though i think uh stairway is, is is front to back like the the, the more coherently paced song obviously it's a, it's a the more recognizably structured song to a certain extent uh i do think free bird is the more complete song and actually i listened to the radio edit of it for the first time. And you would think that a radio edit of Freebird would be kind of self-defeating and pointless. I agree. It's actually, it's actually still pretty strong. Like it, it cuts off the first, like the first minute of the, like the organ intro. So it just kind of, it kind of launches right into the main riff and the verse. And then it gets you like a minute of the solo, like the big climactic solo. And it actually still works pretty well. Like I, obviously it's an, it's like an eight instead of a 10, because what, what makes it special is the way that the, 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 the climactic solo keeps kind of rising higher and higher, and you don't get that with one minute of it. But it's still a great song. It's still a touchstone song, even without the four-minute solo and without the intro. Like, there's still enough kind of that to make it a rock cliche, I think. Well, the great thing about the, the radio edit of it is that it's just an earlier draft of the song, right? Because it, as they were developing that song, it didn't originally have that intro. It didn't originally have that outro. It was basically the radio edit, like, maybe with a little bit less of the ending. But otherwise, that's how the song was when it first started being performed live before they sat down and recorded it. So I think that's, it's, it's sort of baked in and that's not true of a lot of radio edits. And, and you, you talk, uh, Ty, you talk about the, the first, the first time you heard Stairway blowing you away. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the first time I heard Stairway. It would be like remembering the first time I read Wikipedia or like <laughs> something that like becomes such a formative part of your sort of day-to-day existence that you can't really remember life before it. I do remember the first time I heard Freebird. My, my brother was a guitar guy, uh, you, know, like, you know, kind of playing in the basement all the time. Uh, and I knew a Freebird as a as a concept, but not necessarily as a song. And we were on a vacation once, and he put it on the jukebox. And it's the sort of thing where you listen to it the first four minutes. You're like, okay, well, this is pretty good, but I I don't quite get like why it's this big, you know, guitar kind of you know the, 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 the sort of the sort of song you read about in Guitar World magazine's best solos of all time and best guitar songs of all time lists. And it's like, oh, just just stick with it, just stick with it. And then it's like a minute into the solo, you're like, oh, okay, I, I get why this is good. And then two minutes, you're like, oh, wow, this, this, this just keeps going. And then, you know, four minutes, I'm, I'm, I'm where you were with Stairway the first time. It's, it's that kind of, it's that kind of sort of, you know, mind-blowing sort of uh, perception-changing experience. Uh, and, and, and yeah, like, <laughs> my dad didn't really care about Stairway as a song. Uh, he, he cared about it as the song that ripped off the spirit song that he liked a lot more than stairway. Uh, the one that they eventually got sued over. I don't know if we were uh, talking about that at all, but uh, <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't know about that till I was just reading it just now doing prep for this episode. I didn't, I, I mean, I know Led Zeppelin, you know, Led Zeppelin got sued for plagiarism. It's Tuesday. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was, it was ongoing. Like there's back and forth for like 15 years. I think it finally resolved itself for good in Zeppelin's favor, but I'm sure there'll be more developments to be had there in due time. I don't know. They they do they won that one right, which they don't tend to do in plagiarism lawsuits. That Zeppelin. Yeah, Zeppelin won, and I haven't listened to Taurus by Spirit in a minute. But my my recollection of it was like, oh yeah, this this is you know, Stairway to Heaven is certainly 
uh, reminiscent of this, but I wouldn't call it a direct rip. I mean, by blurred line standards, who even knows? But uh, certainly, because considering, considering Led Zeppelin stole other songs wholesale from other artists, I think this is a pretty minor lift, all things considered. Did did the Black Keys get sued for their their one song that sounds exactly like Stairway? Oh, was, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, was that was that submarine one? Little, little sub- black submarines. Yeah. yeah, you don't hear as much about the ones where Zeppelin does the suing. Although I'm I'm confident there's plenty of those behind closed doors as well. That one's way closer to Stairway than <laughs> Stairway is to the Taurus by Spirit. I'm 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 still angry about the Led Zeppelin fourth thing. Well, I got a more bad news for you. I don't think Stairway uh, is even the best song on Led Zeppelin four. That's more justifiable that's because i mean led zeppelin 4 is like all, all killer no filler i know every single one of these songs uh, i guess not four sticks oh i really like four sticks i wouldn't call it my favorite but it's i think that's a solid tune um if you had to put your hand on your heart and you say what's the one you keep coming back to not the best but your favorite song off of that album which one is it if it, and and can i pick stairway you can uh it, then it is stairway like I, I'm still not sick of Stairway, and um, I mean, like, uh, like there's not a wrong answer here. Like, in case you don't know this one off the top of your head because you're not a classic rock person, which many of you are not, I found out reading the comments. Uh, this is the one with Black Dog, has rock and roll, Battle of Evermore, Misty Mountain Hop, Going to California, When the Levee Breaks. Uh, so sorry, Four Sticks. Like, I'm sure you're a good <laughs> song, but like that's a you're you're going at the back of the lineup in that. <laughs> In the, in, Misty Mountain Hop for me probably would be the uh, like the one that would be uh, if, if there was a jukebox that had Led Zeppelin four on it that would be the song I'd play. Uh, I play. I mean it's a great one. Uh, my favorite is is going to California, um, and this is one of those things, right? So like, I Stairway is fine, but if I'm gonna do if I'm gonna do this album, I would sooner listen to Black Dog and Going to California than listen to Stairway, and I'd feel like I got what I wanted out of those two songs. Anything that Stairway has to offer. I feel like I get like the stuff that rips uh, is all there in Black Dog and is better than anything that Stairway's got to provide. And like, if I want something like mellow that I'm going to be able to like smoke a J and sit in the dark and just let the music wash over me, Cal- going to California is the thing that does it. So, you know, again, I realize that like this is me being an asshole. I don't mean to be, I'm not trying to be contrarian, but I just, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll have the same thing to say about stuff off of um, pronounced Leonard Skinner, frankly, like Freebird, I like a lot, but there's, there are tracks off of that album that I just love so fucking much that I, I love more than Freebird. Like, you know, if I, if I was going to say, you know, what are my favorite songs? Like, that's why I said Simple Man, like Simple Man, I like more than Freebird. Tuesday's Gone, I like more than Freebird, like Personally, I don't know that that makes them better songs, but they are songs that I am more likely to listen to. Yeah, although I haven't listened to it in a while, I was going back over the, the track list to pronounce Leonard Skinner earlier today. And there are a lot of hits on that album, like much, many more than I remembered. And probably, you know, if you know seven Led Zeppelin, sorry, if you know seven Leonard Skinner songs, probably four of them are on this album. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's a pretty high hit rate. Too. But the, so this is the if thing you know for five me. Of the, if you know five Leonard Skinner songs, you probably four of them, you <laughs> Well, don't be. Don't, I'm not going to stand for any that smell or Mr. Saturday Night Special or there. Uh, maybe that smell would would crack the top five and maybe bump Tuesday's Gone out of it. But like, okay, the the big hits off of Leonard Skinner's first album, which is titled "Pronounced Leonard Skinner," Tuesday's Gone, "Give Me Three Steps," "Simple Man," and "Freebird." That's for if we were not talking about Leonard Skinner versus Led Zeppelin Four. 
that would be like a pretty unbeatable collection of hits. Although, quite frankly, I could stand to hear "Give Me Three Steps" a little bit less. Like that one's that one's the one that's worn out for me. Yeah, and I I agree with that. It's the reason why of the other hits off that album, it's the one I didn't bring up. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like this is the thing. If you sit down and listen to pronounce Leonard Skinner, I guess. All right, let me. <sighs> Let me word this in a different way rather than like better or worse. Led Zeppelin 4 is you sit in your house and you listen to that thing by yourself and you have a good time and like there's a lot for you to absorb. If you are in a bar and you are hanging out with friends, you listen to Pronounce Leonard Skinnerd. I think that they that, satisfy different that. things. Mm-hmm. Really? Can't even We can't even agree to that? I mean, we're, we're talking about an album that starts with Black Dog and Rock and Roll. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, this isn't necessarily like headphone bedroom pop music. This is like, this is pretty rocking music itself. I mean, obviously it gets a little wooly uh, at the end of side A of the Battle of Evermore in the first half of this song, but you know, it's, 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 I, I don't think you're going to put it on and clear out the room. I think it's still a pretty recognized and beloved album that people enjoy listening to in most social situations, I would say. Yeah. You know, I was I was genuinely shocked that you you went with Freebird because, um, you know, you are a gigantic nerd and I, <laughs> and, and, and you thought, you thought oh, easily the- you're you're the size of a hobbit <laughs> you would like this song that clearly hobbits would like yeah like this is the one with all the fucking fantasy references in it all the tolkien references like i don't i would listen to a leonard skinnerd song about the hobbit certainly but listen let me say uh, let me say it, let me say it plain if somewhere in stairway to heaven there was a lyric that was just a whale of the statement, fuck the fucking Sackville Bagginses, then I would, that would be the greatest song ever written. And by the way, fuck the fucking Sackville Bagginses. But like, I don't know, man. That's it. Is it, is it nerdy? Sure it is. Is it also pretentious? I don't know, man. Like, Let's Up on Four is like the, you know, it's like the, uh, the Kid A. How do you feel about Kid A as an album? You know, I mean, I guess it's more of the OK Computer because OK Computer still is anthemic. You know, Leonard Skinner, pronounced Leonard Skinner is a first album. It sounds like a first album, like as as well rehearsed as they were, as as specific they were to uh, making sure that they did things every take the same way that like they wanted it to have like a a party vibe, but they didn't want to like do that thing where, you know, when like a a comedy movie is uh, all uh, improvised jokes. And the camera crew is laughing, mm-hmm. but it's not actually funny. Like that fear, I think, of p- creating a live album, like it makes sense, but it still has that vibe. Um, I don't know. It feels like a first album to me. And Led Zeppelin Four does not feel like a first album at all. Well, Leonard Skinner, the bi- the big thing for them, the the thing that I really liked was how big they sounded. They sounded like a band with like 30 members, like the fucking earth, wind and fire of Southern rock, just like. Every was like a crowd of like a jillion people on stage, like 20 backup singers, three guitarists or three billion guitarists. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I I feel like there is a sense in which Freebird does a little too much. That's my that's my feeling about Freebird. Like, I get that that's the point, but I always feel a little overwhelmed by Freebird. And I at the end of it, I'm I'm a little tired versus Stairway to Heaven is just I think you said this earlier, it's it's paced a lot more like a song. If, if you were to like draw these out on a line graph, it would be Stairway to Heaven would be like a very steadily rising 
like basically just like an X equals Y sort of line and Freebird would kind of look like a COVID spike. It would be like very steady, steady, steady <laughs> and just go up and just keep going up. Yes. Like, uh, and I, I think the thing that impresses me the most about Freebird is that even though it does that, it never sounds out of control to me. Like, I mean, I, I understand why you would say it sounds overwhelming. I like that mm-hmm. about it, uh, but it never sounds, never even sounds improvised. Like, I, 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 it sounds very carefully plotted to me. The way like kind of guitars, the guitars talk to each other a little bit. Like, uh, there'll be one phrase that plays the left ear, then the other. Yeah, exactly. And and it, it, it's coordinated in some sections, but not coordinated in others, and always comes comes back at the exact right moment. Uh, the, the, the synchronization of it is really incredible. I think it's it's an incredible piece of. Of studio craft really like the, the fact that they were able to kind of stitch this together it's I, I don't quite know how like the recording process went of the, the dueling solos but i imagine it couldn't have been entirely off the cuff the fact that they were able to keep, come up with something this no it's no really it's not it is not off the cuff at all that's the whole thing right yeah and, and that's incredible like the, the fact that they're able to make this and the fact that it sounds like this just the greatest live show you've ever heard but it's actually incredibly you know fine finally stitched together uh, it's really impressive to me. And I, and I, I think it kind of rewards repeat listens in a way you wouldn't expect a song this sort of visceral to do. Uh, it's a song that like, you, you, you can't really get a handle on the solo. Like it always goes a little bit longer than you expect it to. It always goes a little higher than you expect it to. Uh, it, it's really an incredible achievement. I, I, and, and the fact that it's a song that stands as a song apart from it, uh, I, I think it's, it's just fucking incredible. Well, certainly the band Leonard Skinner likes Freebird more than the band Led Zeppelin, like <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Like that's, they close every, you know, they close every show with Freebird. Like there's no way they couldn't not versus Plant, who by the end of the band was just like, I, I would like to never hear this song again. Like yeah. I would like. I was reading some quote of his where he says that like, oh, if you don't like Stairway to Heaven, that's fine. It's a pretty pompous song. Like, <laughs> he's, he's very unpretentious and unprecious about his crowning musical achievement uh which is all these you know like self-deprecating things always sound a tiny bit pompous to me honestly oh it's just it's just rock and roll who cares it's it, it clearly matters at least a little bit but i think he he sort of understands that the song is kind of about nothing at the end of the day like it's a, he, he's like he's like oh it's about whatever you want it to be it's, I, it change, the meaning changes for me every time i sing it which is basically a nice way of saying that it's a song about nothing and it, and it sort of is i mean there's there's kind of there's threads to pull out if you want to, and maybe you can kind of come up with some sort of unifying theory for it. I've heard the song 5 million times and I've never come close to that myself. Uh, and, uh, but I, I think it does what it has to. It kind of gets you from place to place. And you know that I'm very big on, uh, you know, title usage in songs. These are both actually really interesting examples of that. But I think Stairway to Heaven is particularly paradigmatic where you use it once at the beginning, once at the end, eight minutes in between, never, never again. Like that, that's perfect. And it, it, it's, it, it almost kind of, it, it serves like a callback at the end. It's a little bit of a twist. It, it's, it's, it's a perfect usage of this phrase, which they didn't even invent. It's, it, was a, it was a hit song before them by Neil Sedaka, I think. But, uh, it, but it, it, it's, it, it's perfect for the use in that song. And, and they, they deploy it really well. And that's, that's sort of the, the deal with the lyrics of that song. They're, they, they're meaningless, but they, but, they, but they work. You know, now that I think about it, at the them bringing the title line back for the end of the, it, it's almost like a punchline. It's like, oh yeah, yeah that's what the, we have <laughs> gotten so many minutes ago. Yeah, sure. First, it was about a woman trying to buy her way into heaven. And then it was about, I don't know, witches and their fucking tree festival or whatever it is, the bustle in your hedgerow. And oh, close enough, yeah. Spring cleaning for the May Queen. And then we are uh, winding down the road towards the end. 
a lot of, a lot of t-shirts sold uh, between those, those, those verses. Like, I think my, my, my friend in high school, I had one that said like to be a rock and not to roll on it. And like, there's, I guarantee you there's at least 12 discrete lines from this song that have their own t-shirt of, uh, you know, selling millions of copies of on the, on the Led Zeppelin merch site over the last few decades. To be a rock and not to roll. That's a cool line. It is I a cool like line. that. I I, again, I don't know what it means. Maybe it means he's free as a bird. I don't, <laughs> one thing uh, stairway does not have that, uh, or does have that uh, Freebird doesn't have is that Skinner has been very, very uh, generous in putting Freebird in lots of things. Whereas Led Zeppelin is famously like very careful with their rights. You can't use it for fucking anything. I, I remember there was, it was going to, there was like this whole big deleted scene in Almost Famous where little baby Cameron Crowe is trying to explain how great rock and roll is by, uh, playing stairway to heaven for his mom and uh led zeppelin was just like no you can't have it you can't despite, have it for your... despite there being like four other led zeppelin songs in that movie i guess that that was a bridge too far yeah you can't have stair so it it feels like someone maybe not plant but someone feels very strongly about this song that they want to preserve its mystery because it is like a weird mysterious song versus Freebird, which you know it just means what it means yeah, the, the, mo the most famous uh, use of stairway in a movie is a, a use where someone tells the main character not to play stairway. Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And they can't even use it there. That's true. <laughs> but, have, you, have you ever seen the movie Elizabethtown, speaking of Cameron Crowe? Yes, I have. A very extensive and prominent use of, of Freebird uh, in that movie, which maybe hasn't been, I don't know, I mean, maybe it's for the best for, for both of these songs' legacies that uh, Cameron Crowe kind of stay away from them from now on. Yeah, that seems uh, right. I mean, look, wait a minute. Almost Famous is fine. Just got a 4K uh, Ultra UHD uh, release, sure. by the way. Yeah. That's not a bad. I mean, like I like the the no, nothing I, I like the famous. I like the boot the bootleg cut. The extended has got some some good shit in that. But uh, oh, I no, I I love Almost Famous. This scene was cut for a reason. Like I, I get the feeling that <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, no, I, that makes sense. That that tracks for me. Um, Stillwater kind of like I mean, it's supposed to be an amalgamation of a lot of seventies bands, but they're more Leonard Skinner than they are Led Zeppelin. That's for sure. I can see a tiny bit of Led Zeppelin in them. I, I guess I don't know, like them in, in the in the plane, like purling to their death. Like I don't know, it's a little. <laughs> oh right, that's right. They almost die in that movie. They almost die in a horrible plane crash. You like... know, and a lot of them are just uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Assholes. Um, and you know, I mean, <laughs> well, that could be any rock. Band. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, in the seventies, yeah. Yeah, in the seventies, yeah, especially. Oh, I mean, like when I say like. Freebird only means what it means, but it also like because you know what it means, it means something very, very powerful, especially with the tragic ending of, of Leonard Skinner and the horrible plane crash. And, you know, I watched their behind the music over and over again. They had a very good behind the music. And, you know, they talked about, you know, Ronnie Van Zant talked about like, yeah, I think I'm going to die with my boots on. I'm going to die on the road. And well, I mean, not technically a road, I guess, but it was a. It's a very sad song, and like they, I when Ronnie's brother Johnny took over the lead singing roles, like for a while he couldn't even sing this song, like he'd just like get up on stage and let the the crowd sing it, because you know, rest in peace Ronnie Van Zant, who seemed like a pretty cool guy, and you know there is like a, a real power to it if you think about it as you know, a goodbye song, a, an R.I.P. song, rest in peace song, it's uh, it'll hit you, it really mm -hmm. does. Versus Stairway to Heaven, which, you know, I'm still a Stairway guy. I'm still going to be on the Stairway side of this. But like I said, you, you love it because it's, it, it fucking rocks. 
not because they, like it'd be kind of hard to project any kind of deeper meaning on the stairway to heaven, as Robert Plant said. I don't know, man. But if it's a question of rocking, just the 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 end, those like I mean, like you were talking about, Andrew, with the with the guitars going back and forth at the end of Freebird. I don't know, man. That shit is unstoppable. I've you know how many I've watched many YouTubers say <laughs> I'm going to listen to Freebird for the first time. And just the like, you think their eyes can't get any wider, and yet they get wider and wider, like they're going to pop out of their skull as you get to the end of that song, and it keeps amping up larger and larger and larger than you think it's going to. I don't know, like that. The end of that, just the 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 level of rockitude is off the charts. I don't know, like that's exactly what happened to little teenage Andrew, apparently. <laughs> well, let me ask you guys something. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't want to get ahead of the questions here, but which of these two songs do you think? holds a bigger place in modern pop culture like not not for like people our age but for people like say 20 to 25 right now which of these two songs or even like which of these two song concepts do you think holds like a greater cultural currency you know that was a curious thing because we you know this is you know cl- the classic rock era is you know fading further and further into uh into obscurity i guess mm-hmm. and like all these boomer classics that you know all the forrest gump soundtrack classics are you know becoming more and more like less relevant to the kids we we have like a mostly millennial uh voting block and we got tons of votes like this is one of our highest uh vote counts ever so uh, that was surprised me i think zeppelin is the one who still matters to the kids these days well as a as a band certainly uh I think they, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, uh, they're sort of largesse kind of, you know, that, that transcends the decades a little bit, but in terms of the two songs, I feel like it's, almost, I feel like it's Freebird actually. I feel like Freebird is the, is the, is the more enduring cliche. Maybe it's because live music in terms of classic rock radio, I'm sure that the number of new, new like entrees to that uh, from, from the kids and teens that, that, that are, that are sort of learning about music for the first time. I'm sure like the numbers get a little bit lower every year but there are always going to be bands playing shows. And as long as there are bands playing shows, or it's not the last year and a half, but uh, <laughs> assuming we get past that, uh, Freebird is still like, like, I think Freebird is still the unquestioned cliche encore song. And even if I'm sure there's people that, that know the concept of shouting out Freebird that have never heard the song before in their life, wouldn't recognize it was played for them. I don't know if Stairway still has that kind of cultural place, or at least I feel like it's get, we're getting a little bit further from that peak as classic rock radio sort of fades from relevance a little the bit. Ans- the answer off? to this to me feels regional in nature. Cause it, I think that's a big part of it too, right? Like my wife is from Tennessee and Leonard Skinner is far more overplayed, far more ex- over exhausting. She's far more sick of that than she is of stairway because she grew up in the South. And I think that no matter how much time passes, I think that if you're in the American South, the song that is going to have the more juice is unquestionably Freebird. And I don't think it's even close. Um, Whether or not that's true across the globe, I'm unconvinced. I'm not I'm I'm not sure that one of them has shrunk more than the other over time. You know, yeah, it's 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 a real tough one. Like, you know, Skinner is still huge across the South. Uh, you know, Sweet Home Alabama gets every bar going from, you know, Maine to Arizona. 
I don't know. I feel like Stairway holds more appeal for the indie kids because, you know, it's the more poetic song, I guess, with the more imagery in it. I'm not sure the indie kids necessarily like the poetry in Stairway to Heaven all that much. But it is also interesting that, like, these are two of the most uncoverable songs in rock history. So you're not really going to see like the cool new band of today, like covering. Yeah, I was going to say like, who's, who's like, Billie Eilish covering? Like, and I was like, <laughs> it's, it's neither. There's no way. And also Billie Eilish is a better lyricist probably than, uh, uh I'll, 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 you know, I'll that's, leave it there. That's funny because I, you know, I was looking at, I was like the who covered on, on who sampled. And I was like, who, who did covers of this? And I found quite a few interesting covers of stairway to heaven. Uh, you know, there's a uh, Rodrigo E. Gabriela. There is Dolly Parton. It's got a very fairly like popular Dolly version. Yeah. yeah. Mary J. Blige has taken a shot at a uh, stairway to heaven. I'm not, I listened to it. I'm not going to tell you it works, but it's well, and then uh, one of the funny, one of the funny things about, you know, I, I say about how uncoverable these, these songs are. Neither of these original versions are the highest charting billboard versions of the song. Oh, uh, right. They, you told me about this. Shit. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I mean, the, the Led Zeppelin one's mostly on a technicality because it was never released as a single. They didn't want to do a radio edit of it. I don't know. They didn't want it to be overplayed more than it already was. Never officially released as a single in the U.S. Back in those days, that mattered. Uh, so it never charted on the Hot 100. Freebird uh, did chart eventually, I think at number 19, but not until after Sweet Home Alabama, which was on the, the second album, Second Helping. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, that, that, that number 19 peak was bettered a decade and a half later by this absolutely batshit sort of proto mashup cover by Will to Power, uh, this, this sort of European entity that wasn't even really a band that, uh, that mashed up Baby I Love Your Way by Peter Frampton and Freebird by Leonard Skinner and somehow got all the way to number one on the Hot 100 with that. I mean, you could. It's you could, the cheapest, crappiest sounding fake reggae you've ever heard. And it was a number one hit. It's very bizarre. Uh, could consult your your local uh, Tom Bryan column for for greater explanation about that. But uh, yeah, that's it, it. It is funny that neither of these two songs, despite the, the the gigantic place they hold in rock and music history, neither were you know hits in the conventional sense, or at least not mega hits in the conventional sense. It was a it was it sound that will to power thing. What a fucking insane name for this cruise ship <laughs> reggae band, will to power. Thank you, Friedrich Nietzsche. But like, yeah. it, it sounds like a cruise ship. It sounds like a cruise ship reggae band with a drum machine. Yeah. And it's like, well, someone noticed one day in the studio, oh, these two songs kind of sound like each other. They, they, they ran with it. They, they got another one hit because the ladies were weird time in pop music. That's, yeah. That's it's, it. it's, it's, it's rough. When I, yeah. when I told you what we were doing on this episode, you mentioned some other insane Stairway to Heaven cover that I hadn't heard of. Yeah, I think the only charting version on the Hot 100 of Stairway to Heaven is by an 80s, another sort of, maybe they were abandoned, maybe they weren't. I don't know. They don't have a Wikipedia page, but their, their name is the Far Corporation. I think they got to number 89 and like, around, probably around the same time as this, this Will to Power cover uh, with a version of Stairway, which is fairly faithful, but, but kind of late 80s it up a little bit, you know, drum machine where the drums come in and maybe a little bit more synth kind of, kind of moodiness uh, in, in the, in the pre-explosion part. I kind of like it, but I, I'm so attached to the original Stairway. It's a song I would never want to hear like too many live versions of, or really any covers of like, I'm so attached to every sort of nuance in the studio recording. Cause I've listened to it so many times uh, that it, like any, anything even being like slightly different or off about, about stairway, but just, just sort of distracting. And, uh, and like live versions of that song have almost ruined it. Like, I, I don't know how guys, how familiar you guys are with the, the song remains the same version of, uh, of stairway to heaven where he does the, the, the Robert plant does the, does the, the farce will echo with laughter line that goes, does anybody remember, remember laughter? laughter? 
I think even like the Jay Baruchel character in Almost Famous maybe has a shirt that has that line on it at some point. No, Kate uh, Hudson shouts that. She bursts into a room and she uh, shouts, does anyone remember laughter? That's right. Jay Baruchel has the, has the shirt that says, has anybody seen The Bridge? Which is another <laughs> obscure Led Zeppelin reference. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that kind of became a cliche in its own right. And it's sort of uh, emblematic of Led Zeppelin's in general, like both their distaste for this song and their sort of overproduced and overblown out live performances in that, that in that time period and sort of just how they were going too far in every direction and yeah what is that what does what does laughter have to do with stairway to heaven i don't what are you talking about question. robert plant oh by the way i looked up this far corporation far is named after the producer frank farian best oh of millie vanilli fame yes yes so, of so. millie vanilli fame so the guy who made millie vanilli and and boney m did a band that had a cover of stairway to heaven that is the, knew, the only charting version of Stairway to Heaven. On the he knew, he knew a good idea when he heard one. Did he? <laughs> he knew a moderately successful idea when he heard one. All right, if you could have anybody do a cover of Stairway to Heaven, not that it would be good necessarily, but that you'd want to hear it, anybody, who would it be? It would have to be someone that does like a totally deconstructed version of it. Like I'm a big fan of uh, the Father John Misty cover of Taylor Swift's Blank Space in the style of the Velvet Underground. Uh, and, and that's the sort of level you'd have to get to. You'd have to kind of get super conceptual. I'm sure the residents could do something fun with it. Uh, that's, that's sort of, uh, yeah, the, 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 I wouldn't, I would definitely not want to hear a faithful cover of this version, a version of the song from anybody. Joanna Newsom. Whoa. That's a great answer. It was a coherent answer. Certainly. I, I, I would like to see the, the spring clean May queen elements of it brought out. I don't actually like Joanna Newsom for the record, but I, How I would be interested. How could you speak that way to Andy Samberg's wife? You can't. You can't. That, you're just not allowed. One of the bizarro couples of showbiz. Like they, that they, just they seem very no happy. They make perfect sense. They to sure me. do. I've seen. I've seen. But I've yeah, seen the, Hot Rod. Hot Rod is is the is the Joanna Newsom of movies. <laughs> I will take your word for it. But yeah, that's my that's my answer. Joanna Newsom, I think, could at the very least make it. Although like the Dolly Parton cover is interesting in that same kind of way. Just like bring out the folky country or elements out of it versus we've been talking about stairway covers. There are no covers of, of Freebird that I can find except for that stupid will to power one. And like, I guess like Molly Hatchett did a cover with Charlie Daniels and it, it just sounds like Freebird. With a with a louder bass. Yeah, I could see. I mean, this is not a deconstruction, but um, I feel like the Forest Arrows leader Kenny might have like been able to pull off. They could get the majesty of it. Certainly. Yeah, I think that would be pretty fun. Um, I would be into that. And that's an, that's like one of those things where like I think um, who was it? there was some I was reading somewhere someone who was like I never felt really connected to Led Zeppelin until Stairway and until um, Led Zeppelin Four came around because like. The way he was singing, like the kind of lyrics, I felt more connected to them. It felt less like it was designed as a as men making music for men. I don't I mean, I don't know that I agree with that as yeah. a sentiment, but I know that that's a thing that like other people have said about that particular album. So, yeah, the idea of Slater Kenny doing it in that particular time period, like The Force is not even my favorite Slater Kenny album, but like that was the time in which I felt like they were making that kind of music. Anyway, I also wanted to point out that I can be a music nerd too, just because I decided that pronounced Leonard Skinner is better than Led Zeppelin Four and Asinine Contrary and Take for the sake of it. Um, doesn't mean that I don't occasionally have real thoughts about music. No. Asinine Contrary and Takes is what makes you a music nerd. 
Yeah, really. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where you're going with that. But yeah, yeah. that's a, like that's that's like the main criterion, like insane batshit takes that no one would have. LMFAO was the best rappers of the 2010s. Like there you go. Like, or like, free, see, like Freebird is the most underrated song of all time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You you go look that up. You will find that. As I'm I recall, very, very curious. As I recall, you also did like a graph where you with the COVID spike in it. And you were comparing it to other songs. Like here's like with or without you, and it's just like a, a slow rise. And here's like Layla. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry for recycling that one from 12 years ago, but uh, yeah, the, the other one's uh, new to me once again. So I'll have to reinvestigate that. You want to do the three uh, questions? Do you feel like we've made I it? I think it's time for, yes, I think it's time for that. Have some three questions. Oh, I feel like the three questions were really made for these two. Well, there are four questions now. Yes, in case you, yes, you miss they, it. Are, yeah. they are four questions at this point. Although that, boy, that one's going to yeah. be kind of odd, but all right, why not? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, question number one. Uh, one of these songs is going to be erased from history forever. Just gone for like Sandlot forever, forever. And uh, I don't know why it's forever there. I did it. Um, And one of them will will remain in the, in the memory of humankind uh, for all time, which is the song that has to stay, has to, has to, has to stay. The, The world was invented by stairway to heaven. Like that's like, God saying, let there be light. Like I, like the, the world doesn't exist without Sarah. Heaven. I, I don't even like in a, in any other matchup, we would say free bird, but it's gotta be stairway. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's an element in the periodic table. And then one, <laughs> one, one of the big ones, like the ones with the low numbers, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't remove it. The entire foundation of rock crumbles. That's stairway. You got, you got to have stairway. Yeah. As I recall, like VH, I remember VH one doing their like, in the late 90s like their 100 greatest songs of rock and roll and Led Zeppelin was three Stairway to Heaven was three and Freebird was like way down there like number 42 or some fucking shit like that it was below Smells Like Teen Spirit mm. or it was I think it was below Every Breath You Take like it's minorly indefensible yeah. but <laughs> fair enough I think it's I think look I, I agree with that too again I mean this is another one of those situations where um, Freebird is great but honestly, if you took it away and you still had Tuesdays Gone, Give Me Three Steps and Simple Man, you're good. You're good. That album, that no, album's still that's great. That's not true. Yeah, oh, that's really? Not true. Oh, see, I don't know, man. I think those songs are so great. Simple Man and Tuesdays Gone, especially. I just love those tracks so much that I, I would I'll be fine. I honestly, like, I mean, I, I love those songs too. I, I, I might even say I, I, I prefer Tuesday's Gone to Freebird a tiny bit, not Simple Man. They're v- wow, like, I love Simple Man so much. Tuesday's Gone is very similar to Freebird. Simple Man has been kind of ruined by Shinedown for me. They had a very <laughs> popular cover in the like 2003 yeah. that was I know, but the, but the thing is, no, I mean, it's terrible, but I don't know. As un- as uncoverable as Freebird is, I think Simple Man might be too coverable because, yeah, they, they, they're not the only ones by any means Shinedown. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess in that man. way, the shine really is down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, nice. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, all right, question number two. Boy, this is another big one. You can experience Soup to Nuts, the entire composition, the whole thing, from the earliest, you know, scrambling on a piece of paper to, you know, practicing in the studio to the final version to, you know, watching it played live for the first time. But you can only experience one of those things uh, for one of those songs. And uh, which one would it be for either of you? I don't know why I said that like I'm real high. 
I'm not. <laughs> I'm just tired. Well, we are talking about Stairway to Heaven, so it's true. Yeah, yeah, that like, would be that would be legit. What if you got him? Yeah. Like I, 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 Leonard Skinner is still touring now. I can go hear Freebird anytime I want. That you know, Led Zeppelin are are a thing of the past. If I have the opportunity to see one being made, I would rather hang out with Led Zeppelin and see them making that. Honestly, like they they haven't performed it since 1980. No, no, they they performed it at Live Aid, but after, you know they did a tiny reunion for Live Aid. But to be able to be there with the actual Led fucking Zeppelin, listening to Stairway, watching them make Stairway to Heaven, I'd have to take that. I'm going to cop out a little bit for this one because I'm going to say that I would rather be there for the writing of Stairway to Heaven, which, you know, they, they, they said was like, you know, by the campfire outside of Bronyar or something like that. Like, yeah. uh, it sounds very mystical and magical and all that. I think they later they later amended that story when they got sued and they had to come up with some different story about the, <laughs> the writing of the song. I don't know about that. But that that sounds with uh, Freebird and when Mudge Gannard and, and the, the dueling solos and whatnot. I think that's a... Uh, that, that's, that's, that's a better time. It's sort of the, the, the party rock atmosphere that, that you were describing, Lena. I think that's the bigger party is certainly being there for the recording of Freebird. So I'll, I'll split my vote. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me to say. Here's what, here, here's what I'd say. I'd like to go back in time with my, with my camera phone and, and catch um, Led Zeppelin saying that they are ripping off another song. <laughs> and then come back to how the, much you then, pay me for and this. Then, yeah. And then come back to the present day to right now and be like, here it is. Here's the, here's the facts. I use time travel for the most sinister purpose, but I didn't mess with the timeline. I brought it back to the, but you know, listen, you can't be, I did. I didn't back to the future. This shit, you know what I mean? Like no one's going to disappear except for Led Zeppelin from history after this, but you know, not before. Yeah. I just want to be evil. Well, I, mean, I just want to be a monster. <laughs> you, well, I mean, you could get, you could get quite a bit of money from the Led Zeppelin estate. I'm sure. No, I just want to ruin lives, Todd. What? what, what? Uh, no, I'm what, kidding. The, I'm kidding. The, I don't know. They're they're eight. They're they're what like eighty, and they've spent most of their lives as handsome millionaires. They'll be fine. Yeah, I know. Like, anyway, it would be fun to have. I I don't know. That's that's where my brain yeah. went because I'm broken as a person. All right, question yeah. number three out of the now four questions. Megan Thee Stallion is going to get up to a, a a night of hot girl shit. I know she's got a new thing that she says now, but I don't care. It's hot girl shit forever. Hot girl shit or bust. Uh, mm-hmm. And as she prepares for that night of said hot girl shit, she's going to listen to one and only one of these songs in order to prepare so that she can be the hottest of hot girls. What's the song? What song for now until the end of time is hot girl shit? Someone could get to some real hot girl shit listening to Stairway to Heaven, but I'm not sure that's Megan. <laughs> I mean, she's a Southern girl. She's a, I think she could get to hot girl shit with Freebird. I think that's more her vibe. I agree. So I, I go stairway. Actually, I, I think it's it's the overwhelming factor that you were talking about earlier, Todd. Like stairway kind of leaves you in the right place. Like it, it gets you all the way up there very gradually, and then it kind of leaves you there with like a final two minute, not quite blowout, but it, it, it's it's sort of it gets you to that place, and it doesn't overwhelm you with it. Freebird, Freebird is the party. I don't want to. I don't want to party after Freebird. You know. I don't know. The point is that you you have to get. It's like once once I'm done with Freebird, I'm. Once you get to the bar. The solo has to start you wherever you get your where mm-hmm. you're going to the club you have to kick open the door once the solo starts for either song and that's how you know you're the, the night has arrived the party don't start till i walk in to the to the solo of either led zeppelin or leonard skinner 
Okay. Let's do the let's do let's do the most important question, not just for this podcast, yeah. for, for the history of of all peoples uh, everywhere across the multiverse, and that is um, William Shatner, uh, thespian uh, owner of uh, hair that I'm sure at this point is his mostly, and uh, a musician. Sure, why not? He's going to do a Shatner version, dramatic reading in only the way that William Shatner can do for one and only one of these two songs. For all time, which of these songs must be shat upon? It's fucking mm. Stairway. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're ro- wow, know. wow. Andrew is going to go the other route. Yeah. I, I, I want to hear Freebird done kind of in the style of his, his the, the common people cover where he has like a Joe Jackson type to kind of come and sing over it as he does the spoken word underneath. I think that, I think that goes really well in the verses of Freebird. That's a, that's a, that's a good call. Um, I actually, it's funny. You should bring that up. Uh, I was speaking with um, William Shatner just the other day uh, with Bill, with, 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 Bill with my with my old friend Bill. Um, this is true. I mean, not that we are old friends. This is this is not a this joke. Is, this like is all right. This, about to say is, this true. is not this. This is true. Uh, leaving aside the idea that Bill Shatner and I are friends, we are not. I've interviewed him a sum total of twice in my career. Um, but I was interviewing him because he was doing something for Shark Week. And um, I thought they gave me like 15 minutes to talk to him. And I was like, well, I'll, I'm not going to just talk about Shark Week. That's madness. I'm going to talk about everything. So naturally, I asked him about his music career. And I wanted to talk with him about, um, you know, when he picks songs, is it purely the lyric? Is that what he's looking at, you know, as, a, as an actor? Is that is that the thrust, you know, of what, how he picks his songs? But I didn't ask him that. What I said was I co-host a podcast i cannot believe you did this i did it i did it i told william shatner about song versus song and i told him that one of the metrics that we use to decide which is the better of two songs is to say from a lyric perspective which version would be better as a william shatner song and he laughed and smiled real big and that's how you like i don't want to i was going to say the podcast is william shatner approved i think we would immediately be sued he doesn't. I don't even think he listens to podcasts, but someone would tell him, and we would be sued. Well, did you ask him which one he was going to cover? No, I should have. I really. Yeah. I here's the thing. I felt like that was <laughs> weirdly that was the line because I could shape the question around introducing the idea that the podcast existed. But if I tried to turn it into content for not the website I was supposed to be representing at the time, I feel like that would have been the bridge too far. So I so I I I I pulled back before, you know, I pulled up before I crashed completely. But um yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just kind of nice to be able to tell William Shatner that we do this thing every episode and that he smiled and and laughed. And, you know, again, that is not an approval thing. And for the love of God, if you're listening to this, do not go on Twitter.com and tell William Shatner to come be on our podcast. He does not do podcasts. And I'm pretty sure that he will have no idea what you're talking about, because I'm sure as a 90 year old guy who probably did about 100 other interviews that day, he immediately forgot everything that we talked about. But interestingly, and the reason why I bring this up is not just to gloat about the fact that William Shatner likes the podcast or likes the idea of it anyway, is that he also brought up that particular um, life performance that you were talking about when I asked him about things that he was really proud of. And he talked about working with Ben Folds, which is a part of how that came about. And uh, Mm -hmm. uh, that was one of his favorite things that he'd ever done was Common People and that he loved the lyrics of that. So that's a fun little factoid for, for the listeners. 
I feel like he could imbue more meaning into Freebird, which is like, it feels like a very actorly kind of sentiment that he could do. You know what? But I would like to see him try Stairway to Heaven. Let me say this. I, you like, know what? I'm willing, I'm willing to dial it back and say that Freebird is the right answer if retroactively we can go back in time and get Christopher Lee to do Stairway. And then you've nailed it. <laughs> and his metal band to yes, cover Stairway absolutely. to Heaven. I mean, like, actually, like, now that I think about it, if I looked it up, I, there's got to be a, at least some chance that they did do this at some point because it just feels like how could they not have done it but anyway yeah, yes my, my answer is like, just it feels his wheelhouse. christopher lee if you're gonna have somebody do stairway to heaven as a spoken word that's who it is and nobody else uh the, the, they have to have all sorts of them I, I need to know that christopher lee covered zeppelin at some point in his life particularly the hobbity ones like i won't feel good otherwise I mean, he's done other stuff like that. So if it, if it never happened, yeah. I'll live. But, you know, but yes, it would be very cool if he had. Anyway, why don't we hear from the the, the listenership who's always smarter and more astute than you or I, Todd. They're, you know, maybe not necessarily as smart as Andrew, who is on the podcast yes. for a reason. All right. Lamageddon writes, Freebird has forever been ruined for me by 2008's Speed Racer, an act so heinous that it's not even listed on the Wikipedia entry for Freebird. I looked it up, and yes, indeed, the movie version of Speed Racer has a truly heinous scene set to set to Freebird. See, this is why I believe that maybe holding the rights a little tighter could work in Freebird's favor. And I, I got—is that on YouTube? Yes, but it won't make any sense unless you've seen the movie, and it won't really make sense if you have seen the movie. A lot of people really go for Speed Racer, and it. Speed Racer, the movie, is a lot easier to defend when you're not actually watching it. That's my take on 2008 Speed Racer. Okay, let back to Led Zeppelin and Skinner. Yep. Thanks, Lamageddon. Good name, uh, good comment. Okay, Gravy Yukai writes, Any appeal Freebird had was crushed out of it by the number of times I watched my college friends tried playing it on Guitar Hero and failed. Sitting through the slow first half, for them to almost immediately fail once the tempo picked up has left a negative association that exists more than 10 years later. I'm so glad I don't it's have a, friends. This is like it's a tough really song to play a game without a, without a save point. Yeah, they uh, um, I could have saved them because I'm, I'm I play drums and it's easier on drums and I could have rescued them. But I guess that you didn't have g- drums on that version of Guitar Hero. It was like one of the first ones, right? I think. Yeah, it's been a long time. Gosh. No, like, I I got myself yeah, a pair of I think it's, it, it was it was like the, the the final boss song. Oh, that's probably right. Oh, that sucks because first you have to sit through four minutes of the easy parts. It is so easy, and you can't fail. All right, Cherry Cola writes: When it comes down to making out, whenever possible, put on side one of Led Zeppelin four. Men have died trying to obtain this valuable information. <laughs> Many boffins died. Yeah. I don't think either of you got that. That's a Fast Times of Ridgemont High reference. Uh, yeah, I, the, the Fast Times things always, I mean, that that always upset me because, I mean, then they've, they've talked about, I think, the reasons why, but, like, uh, Damone tells Rat to put on the first, the first side of Led Zeppelin 4, and then when they get in the car, they're listening to Cashmere, which is on a totally different album. Uh, so so I, I don't know if that's supposed to be him. Uh, I, I think the joke is that he fucked it up, yes. Yeah, I guess so. But also, like, who? Why would you make out to the first side of Led Zeppelin Four? Like, you want you want to be making out to Black Dog and Rock and Roll? Like that that doesn't seem like mood setting music to me at all. That seems like just bad advice in the first place. 
I think maybe if you get to Stairway, that's good making out music. Yeah. Not that I would know. Like, I've never made out to <laughs> Led Zeppelin. So, like, I don't know. Next time I have a girl in the, that's in the a, room, that's a long I'll walk up to Stairway, though. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Wait, what's the third one? It's, it's Black Dog, Rock and Roll, and I, I forget what the third song on that is. Misty Mountain Hop? No, Misty Mountain Hop is later. Got the Hobbit music. No, it's um. Hang on, I'll give you the answer. It's uh, it's uh, Battle Evermore is the third track. I, I, I I guess you could make. I don't know. I don't know what you do make out to. I never put on music to make out with girls. I don't know. That was like too much preparation. All right. Richard Brind writes. I think the lady who's sure all that glitters is gold, is in fact Megan Thee Stallion on some real hot girl shit. So Stairway gets my vote. I mean, I think that that's probably, I mean, again, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is she the lady who's sure? All the, I don't know about that. Is she sure? I don't know. She's, I, I don't see her blinged up much. Yeah. She's not. I don't agree with that. Okay, yeah. Way, way to screw that up, Richard Brine. Wow, harsh, man. We Come disagree. <laughs> yeah. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Pocket Size writes, I am perhaps too gay for this question pocket size i do not agree maybe for free bird but i feel like there is much that is twee about stairway to heaven especially those middle parts about the bustles and the hedgerow i don't think you're too gay for this question i believe in you yeah yes and, i also am full of belief yes and i'm gonna finish with this one i don't know why i'm sorry but gabriel schleifer writes Free birds suck, lol. Thank you, Gabriel. Uh, I want to clarify, he put suck in capital letters. So, free birds suck. Thank you. This is why I love you guys so much. Thank you for giving us such wonderful insights. Okay, you ready to find out who won? Andrew, who do you think won? I don't have a great feel for this one. I, I guess if I had to bet, I would say... I feel like Freebird is the less hated of the two songs. I feel like a lot of people have turned against Stairway, whereas people might roll their eyes a little bit of Freebird. But I think everyone's—I think that song still has a lot of goodwill, generally speaking. So I, I would bet Freebird in a pretty close one. Freebird, you're gonna I, say. I, no, I don't think so. I think I think it'll be Stairway. I think it'll probably be Stairway by a lot. I think that's still. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever gotten one of these right. By the way, this is my first time <laughs> on, the, on the on the podcast. I'm confident I'm going to go for three here, but we'll see. Andrew says Freebird and a squeaker. Lena says Stairway and a landslide. I'm not going to say because I already know the answer. Here is what the actual answer was. For a total of 497 to 255, that's about a two-thirds to one-third split. The answer is Stairway. That's close enough to a landslide, I say. Stairway to heaven all the way. And, like, yeah, I would have guessed that, too. I The kids aren't into classic rock these days. I mean, they're, they're not into southern rock. Like, Freebird's way too much, man. Yeah, I think I always try to overthink these things. <laughs> uh, I, I got to just go, you know. Gotta go chalk on some of these. I'll remember that for if I'm ever on this podcast again. Oh uh, yeah. So at the very least, Stairway is still more popular than Freebird, just like VH1 said 20 years ago. I mean, look. Let me. Let, and I checked. I checked the uh, this. Good. I checked the Spotify streams of these uh, before we got on here. I think uh, Stairway is like two to one over Freebird, and that's with Led Zeppelin not coming onto streaming until like five or six years ago. So uh, I guess maybe that should tell you something. Yeah, I, I do think that that's a, that's a pretty. I often do look at that if I'm trying to guess. Um, but uh, look, let me say this again. Obviously, I'm the outlier here. But if you've never, or it's been a while since you've listened to pronounce Leonard Skinner, listen to it all the way through. I think the first five tracks are great. Um, I think six and seven are a little weak. 
leading up to free word, but I think they're still pretty good. And yeah, I mean, I guarantee you more people have listened to Led Zeppelin four more recently than have listened to pronounce Leonard Skinnerd. And I think that that should change. That's my opinion. Well, thank you for listening. As always, you know where to find us on the Patreon song versus song, uh, song versus song Patreon, where you can toss us a dollar. If you do, you get our bonus episodes where you guys pick one movie for us to watch and we will podcast that for you on our bonus episodes. Or if you don't want to give us money, just promote us to your friends. Promote us to William Shatner's, in in fact, if you know any. There you go. Just, Pro- promote uh, us to people that, that will make a TV show version of Song vs. Song with us as producers and researchers where we get paid <laughs> lots of money, where it's deeply lucrative. That's yes. what I want. All right. Um, what's, the, what's the next episode, Todd? Next episode, we will be doing, and I've been waiting to do this one for a while too, although it's a little less obvious, we will be doing Woo Ha, Got You All in Check by Busta Rhymes versus The Rain, parentheses, Super Dupa Fly by Missy Elliott. Oh, it is a, ball. It is a fisheye lens off up in here. I mean, I have an answer to that, but we'll we'll save it for the for the episode <laughs> for sure. This is a fun one for me because I have no idea who's going to win this. Oh, I am 100%, 100% positive. I know who's winning, but we'll see. Actually, I guess I do too, but we'll see. They always surprise us. All right, thank you for listening. See you next time. See you.